3: and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight.
2: Hello there.
3: Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Hey. Ah, the team is all here. We Um, were here last week. This is not news. No, I'm just saying, but it it, is, you know. It is news. They're getting the good stuff and it's free. It's all free unless you subscribe to Patreon when you get the even better stuff. Pay money. For only $5 a month. For more. Patreon.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. Um... How's it going, chaps? Lots going on uh, this week. Uh, Matt Knight, you have got... Well, we're looking at you on the webcam now, and you're surrounded by boxed,
2: brand-new guitar pedals. Um, yes. What have you got? Um, so, I, I actually just opened this one, so I haven't actually demoed it, um, but I've been talking to Digger at FatfootFX, who has sent me the Thelanium 81, um, and he actually puts a, he put a little note in here um, that basically says, it would be too expensive to send it back. So please keep it. Use it as a hockey puck if you want, or run a contest. That'll be cool. Maybe we'll do one of those things. Maybe we'll play hockey with it. Maybe we won't. <laughs> you um, get, the, get the audience wound up there thinking we could win a pedal. No, no, we're just going to use it and smash it about no, with a I'll stick. I'll probably send it to Joe so he can take some really cool photos of it. Because um, it's a cool-looking pedal for people who care about how pedals look. It's a really, really That's cool everyone, isn't it? Thing. Yeah. I think so. Everyone. Um, the thing is, it's like a green... It's like a Jamaican-coloured swirl finish... And then the knobs are also matching the same colour as the prints. They're like clear acrylic um, controls, but they've like been dyed uh, red and green and yellow. So it's quite what cool. does it it's... actually do?
3: Because we are actually turning into a parody of ourselves talking about <laughs> no, like the colour of the pedal before um, we've actually so said the...
0: even what the basic function is. <laughs> what colour is the underside, Matt? That's what I want to know. Uh,
2: it is in a black case. Oh, it black has a case. foot switch on it. Oh, what colour is the foot um, switch? And the foot switch is crow. Holy moly. Ooh. And it comes with like a, a bit white of crops with um, <laughs> some great confetti in it and yeah so moving on uh, yeah so the Thelanium 81 is a I think I'm saying that Thelanium 81 is a hard clipping distortion pedal explode your tone with this versatile dirt box like I said I haven't plugged it in yet so I want to maybe do an Instagram or a Facebook live this uh, Sunday <laughs> <laughs> Dirt box oh god <laughs> oh Mark uh, Packham sorry, um, I couldn't, couldn't uh, help but laugh you couldn't help yourself yeah so I would quite like I did a little uh, Facebook live this this weekend, so I might do it again with this um, and show it off, and then send it to Joe so he can do some proper demos on it. Um, but I'm guessing it's based on some sort of uh, three control classic distortion, maybe of the orange variety. I don't know, maybe not. I enjoyed your um, I, <laughs> I enjoyed your Facebook
3: live this week, Matt, because the opening shot was just. Not a guitar at all. It was just completely focused on your synth going... I know, I thought it would get
2: people interested. I get people off. Down, down, It wasn't quite as fancy as that. It was a bit more sort of stranger things. Talking off that song, apparently there is somewhere, they did a 31-minute version of that song. Is it just the intro? Yeah, round and round. Um... Yeah, anyway, um, he does say, I've got one favour to ask. Um, there are no deal breakers, but um, I've struggled really... He struggled a lot to basically find a retailer. They found a brand new online retailer called Break the Machine based in the UK. Um, and it's the only place that you can buy these pedals right now. So, uh, oh, How about
3: this, um, this free plug? We normally charge for this, don't we? Yes. Oh,
2: he put it in a really nice letter. Unless one of us and works he, for he the actually, corporation, and then obviously the plugs are free. And he actually um he actually addressed it to Joe, but no one cares about Joe, so Everyone cares about me. D- um, does
0: that mean that somewhere out on the internet your your address is there and oh, people no, no, think no, that no, they no, can no. reach Matt they can reach Joe yeah, for yeah.
3: it. I, I give everyone Matt's address <laughs> okay. instead of mine.
0: Because
3: <laughs> uh, I live easier. far enough away. Because otherwise the fans would be storming yes. ta Shea Branton yes. trying to break in. <laughs> Castello <Yeah>. Le <LeBrandon. laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah anyway so that, that's that uh-huh. I Moving feel this podcast this
3: week is going um south already wow. on so Matt come on want-
0: we're not 60 cycle hum yeah that's yeah. true let's we put need it some together
3: professionalism well, come on we're 50 cycle so- hum but uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Matt what is in the uh, the other box next to you so this uh, is awesome so a company called Gun Street Wiring Shop based in Portland got in touch ah the made... only
3: place more hipster than Brighton on the planet
2: yeah apparently so um they got in touch I don't know if they heard me talking about modding my SG but they were like we make wiring harnesses and would really like to send you one and I was like it's cool it might be a quite a cool little uh, feature in a video or me trying to wire it in like on Facebook um and I got this box, and I opened it up, and it is one of the nicest manufactured things I've ever seen. The packaging's incredible. It comes with loads of cool history about the, the town that it's made, a little bit of history about how they got the name, and it's just so incredibly wired as a harness. I'm like, if someone else made this, like a bigger company, it would be 400 bucks. How much are they? I think they're about 150 Okay, so... It's, a so massive just- orange drop. Yeah, what would you get in there? Yeah. Right, so in this wonderful little package, you get a little uh, certificate to say thanks very much and we try and do the best we can. You get a 30-day warranty card and a batch number, which I'll go into in a minute, um, a little business card telling us how they can improve, some wiring diagrams, a little letter about the history of the town and how they got their name, which I thought was very cool. Um, and then you get the, the harness itself, which is... Um, that four really incredible pots massive orange drop capacitors super heavy duty wiring and then one of the best quality switches i've um i've ever seen it's amazing it's a really awesome bit of kit um and the thing is what i I did some reading on this they actually like they build batches for people they send them out then they get everyone's feedback and then they change parts of it depending on what kind of good or negative feedback they get. So if they get loads of people saying, oh, I didn't really like the sound on this, or I got it and it was like this, they change it for the next batch. So they constantly have how they wire it or what parts they use or how they, you know, construct it. Um, And they do a bunch of custom orders. They do three different types of harnesses for Gibson guitars. They do a bunch of different harnesses, I think, for fenders, flying Vs, uh, and they have a reverb shop. And you can do custom orders as well. Um, But it's worth checking out their reverb shop, which I think is where they sell most of their stuff. Um, Reverb.com, Gun Street Guitar Emporium. But definitely worth checking out. I mean, for the money, it's an incredible harness. I honestly thought, you know when you look at something, you're like, this is definitely worth way more than what they, uh, they're they actually charging. Yeah, it's yeah. An incredible, I just can't wait to put it in the SG. It's going to make such a difference from that circuit board. Oh,
3: is that what's in yours great. at the moment? Is it not the kind of like... Regular wired is actually like a,
2: one of the circuit board ones. Yeah, mine's 2008 and it's an SG special faded. So at that point, it was the whole drop in plug and play. Oh, yeah, of course. So you, wires, you wire around the plug and play, um, but all the pots and everything are, are hard wired to that board. So if it ever breaks, you have to kind of change the whole thing anyway. Right. And I was like, well, I think it will make a huge difference. Um, and I was talking about putting some new pickups in on the podcast and stuff. So I was like, well, you know, if you send me an SG one, I think we can we could do something quite cool and really show it off. So yeah, there we go. I was like, straight away, I was like, I want one for every guitar. It's like, it's one of those really cool bits of kit. He's like, I know this is going to make a massive difference.
3: It'd be interesting to see the difference that it makes. Yeah. Sonically, it might be difficult to uh, to capture that uh, yeah. for like a video or whatever. But um, what you I could do one is... think
2: you might feel it like with a cranked up amp, for example. Yeah. You know, or you're playing with effects and you can feel a little bit more of that kind of dynamic.
3: How long do you reckon it would take you to uh, wire one of those things in?
2: I think I could do it in about... Well, the thing is, everything is done, so all you have to do is wire the pickup's in. So yeah. it's actually only four solder points. So, I don't know. I guess to do the whole guitar, maybe half an hour to an hour?
3: I was just think like, it, might, it might make a little nice Facebook Live.
2: Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about bringing... Um, my soldering iron or the, the work soldering iron home and trying to do it on my on my bench trying to you know, I've got some lights here so I can make it look half decent and then yeah trying to do it live and watch people people can watch me burn my hands or solder incorrectly or you know whatever Matty maybe a, maybe I'll come up to you
3: because I've still got the pickups that we were going to use for mod, mode kicking, mod around, mode kicking around for that strat so maybe we could do a kind of live mod mode on the Facebook
2: group yeah, that'd be quite cool
3: because um, I want to wire those in. so at the moment, I've been using the Strat quite a lot. And obviously, it's just got cheap Squire humbuckers in there. But I did get some Fletcher pickups, um, which were, were sent in um, for mod mode. So, yeah, maybe we could use that live. I think that would be quite a cool thing to do. Yeah.
2: I think that would be quite good. So, yeah, let's, let's do that. But that was... Um what I got this week, and we have got something else. But I think we're going to talk about that in the news.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Joey B, you took a yes. new arrival today that was uh, quite uh, well. Oh. You took two new arrivals today. Today, one that uh, came to us and one that came into work. That both I think are attention-worthy. Um, do you want to talk about the one that came into work first? Yeah. So today <laughs> at work, uh, we t- we got a, a shell pink. Telecaster. I took there's a photo of me looking very, very enthusiastically interested in the guitar so on, on our Facebook group. So check it out, it's incredible. But yeah, a shell pink custom shop telecaster. Uh, we were talking about what it could be, we weren't sure because I thought it was postmodern, and
0: Jay, you thought it was maybe a journeyman. Nope, I didn't think that at all. Oh no, I was, was it the just other way Going round? off of what oh, you were saying, the, the tidbits of information that you were drip feeding me. Yes, I see. Contoured heel, I think is yeah, the big one. Yeah, it's a
3: contoured heel, and it's a bird's eye maple neck, which which are kind of weird modern features of it that I'd rather weren't there. A relic body. No, uh, well, like uh, closet slight, classic, yeah, like, but really slight lacquer checking, very okay. slight. Like I, I would closet classic, almost had, normally has more checking than this. It's a very slight, not new, sort of thing.
0: It's quite a weird thing to order that. Song. I would say it's probably one of the postmodern series. yeah I, Without probably. without seeing it, I wouldn't know for sure. But,
3: what's the, um, what's the vibe on postmodern? Is that like basically they look old but they've got modern features? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. it. So it's it's like slightly yeah. like very slightly relics but then they'll throw stupid modern things on that no one wants. Yeah. Like modern neck profiles and contoured heels. Like it's just a series that no one wants. Just, just make the <laughs> but the, that guitar looks incredible. Uh, if yeah. you want, but thing is, if you want, and you say that guitar, but a lot of people, know, a lot of people do want this. Is they have actually been super stuff. popular because yeah. I, I think that's why one of the things that um, that obviously isn't great about old old Fender specifically. Well, old guitars in general tends to be like hardware things and yeah, and, and, and yeah, and vintage bridges and, and yeah, exactly, and stuff like that. And all of those things are are solved on this on these series, but kind of hidden away so they still you know it's still everything about it looks cool and old and vintage but yeah. it's actually super playable I have to say out of the box it played amazingly I know it should for whatever it is £3,000 but
0: I wonder if it is a compound radius it probably is if Ooh, it's one of those maybe. postmodern, it probably is 9.5 and and cool. to 12 it, it, yeah I mean it played absolutely
3: Perfect.
0: Seven point two five to fourteen. I don't. I. I don't think it is quite that esoteric.
3: (laughs) Basically, goes from like vintage fender up to. Like, wizard yeah wizard neck that's what I want <laughs> I need it to be that flat at the top and that uh, curved at the uh, the nut definitely yeah. but it is fantastic and shell pink obviously a colour that all fenders should always all come in did you get a chance to plug it in unfortunately not no it came in right at the end of the day so I got to have a, a look at it along with a very fetching um, Olympic white over sunburst uh, 57p base. oh that sounds yeah good. really good wow. really good some great custom shop stuff that's Rosewood neck, all Rosewood board. Yeah, that's That's a shame. shame. No, that's, that's, cool. a shame. No, that's a shame. Um, yeah. Tell us about the other package that you oh, received today. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, I, I worked with this this a chap called Adam, and he mentioned this a while ago. And finally, he was able to pick it up from. Uh, it's one of those things that he had had back at home, and he managed to get it in for me. It is the legendary Zoom forty forty. Listeners, if you're not aware of this pedal, it was. It must be the start of... Mark, did you look up any Origin stuff on it before? No, not it's, really. It's, it's what, one of the early ones. Yeah, it's, it's one of the first two early multi-effects. multi-effects. But it's so much more than like the quintessential 505 because it's a... It's a proper, like, helix-style... It's a board rather than just a pedal. With two expression pedals. One volume, one expression. The expression's assignable. The volume, obviously, is just always volume. And then uh, then you've got four foot switches, and you've got a bank up, bank down. And the four foot switches, like, foot switch one only deals with, um, uh, I think, overdrive or compression. Two is modulation. Three is delay. Four is reverb. You get to choose between two delays um you get to choose between did you, let me get it because i think it's this did, is this is
0: kind of very similar to the uh i guess I, I don't know for sure but did this sort of lay the groundwork for what boss would to do with the me series later down the line i mean matt no the, the me was before yeah. yeah oh was it okay sorry. Really? really
2: the first me's were um all analog
3: wow well, this this is incredible. I mean, yeah, the delay you get to choose between mono and everyone's favourite, PPD. Which I guess, thinking about it, stands ping for pong. ping pong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: ping pong delay. Oh, that's says So cool. is it stereo out? Uh, there's MIDI out. <laughs> that's not why I asked. There is stereo, yes, stereo out. Yes. Okay, yeah, wow. That'd be cool then.
3: Matt, can you just have a look uh, as you've got a computer in front of you and see when the Zoom uh, 4040 I was, actually, was released?
2: I'm actually just trying to have a look, and I can't seem to find it, but I just found a review from... Two thousand and where was it? I think it was like a review from like two thousand and eleven. the guy said he'd been using it for nine years. Oh, oh it's mean, definitely it's older than that.
3: It's definitely older than it that. It looks oh, like yeah. a master system. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's what, super cool. What I like is um you can probably hear it on the mics. As Joe's turning you can hear the plastic creaking. Not even just the from the uh foot the, like the pedals, but the actual whole thing itself yeah. sort of Creaks around, it's got a kind of boot sale aesthetic to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in, a, in the modulation, you can choose from pitch, flanger, step, phaser, slow gear, tremolo, and chorus. The Zoom Step Phaser is one of my favourite sounds ever. That weird, like Magical humanizer, effects. like e-oh, ow, e-oh, ow. that's what, what it kind of does. Oh, amazing! It's, um, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, I'm gonna put a demo up of it on our Instagram <laughs> channel. It's gonna be absolutely killer. They just look like you say that you would see them like at a boot fair next to an old Mega Drive. Uh, <laughs> like it looks Conne- like a connect for some old Action Man figures. I think it's incredible. I mean, two two. Um, expression pedals on a pedal board. Why isn't that still standard? Why do we stuff. have to have one now? Why does everything have one? This is ahead of its time. But it also <laughs> sounds, it's going to sound very old. No, I'm telling you, the, the drives great. in that are going to sound very bad. <laughs> I I have every confidence in the quality of the Zoom 4040. I think it's going to be amazing. Speaking of Instagram, I put up a little video today of the the, the Mido Hertz circuit. Without plugging, without plugging a guitar into it. Yeah. What did you plug into it? I, I, Nothing. A cable. And then just that, this noise from that just made the pedal self-oscillate. Right, okay. Oh, and it was just going... <laughs> <"Woo!"> <laughs> it's so good. It's the ultimate solution to anyone who doesn't want to play guitar. <laughs> just want to make crazy it's noises. So good. Yeah, I love it. If, if you get the chance to check it. I don't know how available they are in this country, actually, because isn't there... Aren't Mido, are they Australian or from New Zealand? They're Australian,
2: so you have to order direct from um, from him, right? Because he also Most. does he does loads of mods, doesn't he? On boss pedals, he and mods, things. He, he mods loads of boss pedals, um, metal zones, SD ones, OD threes. Does different mod every time. Painted graphic in every single one. In everything, yeah, is yeah loaded, it's inside. Yeah, if you take the uh, back panel off, there's a, like a painting on every in, on the inside.
3: That's cool. I'm into that in a big way. Uh, yeah, different
2: painting on every one, which I think is um, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that hurt circuit's awesome, and they do it in a like a pedal board friendly enclosure. As oh well. yeah, because yeah. this
3: it might um, be the biggest it, pedal I've ever seen. Yeah,
2: yeah. You can't. It has to be the first pedal that your guitar sees, though. Yeah, that's the only thing, and you can't use an active guitar with it because it, it, it just be won't passive. work. It just won't work. Why yeah. is that? I don't understand that. Because uh, it's got a preamp in it. Because guitar uh, it's active, there's like a preamp in it, basically, right. isn't there? So with the um, self-oscillation, I think it, it needs to see like a, ter- a certain type of signal. Um, I guess a low impedance? No, a high impedance signal. That'd be right, buffer. One of the two, I don't I mean, know. Who One of the two, but it needs to see a certain type of signal for it to work. Because when I first got it, I was like, it doesn't work and then I oh, like, finally cause... like plugged in a different guitar and I was like oh right it must Will be you... oh because your valentine is active yeah right yeah oh, that's yeah. It takes oh, battery. well actually it's not active the pickups are passive but it's got it's got boost, the boost circuitry boost. in it yeah so it obviously runs through it regardless
3: yeah you need a wiring harness for that Matty get rid of that active circuit
2: it, no this, we actually saw the circuit board for that at music man and it's tiny
3: right so could you it's just, just like, take it
2: out yeah I I guess you could and you could just wire it in but the, to be honest the quality of the Music Man wiring harnesses and they're just circuit boards in general I've never seen anything quite so cool in a they're just like these amazing boards you don't actually have to like all the contacts for all the pickups are in the middle so you don't have to like wire one pot to one pickup or anything like that it's just like neck pickup wire here bridge pickup wire here right? Like that. and then they all just like go in line in, a, in, a, in the middle really cool nice nice and i can't find anything on when the 4040 came out we oh, need to do a little history video it's from another
0: dimension the history of zoom it's effects just, in oh in three make minutes or the less best effect i thought we were trying what to get um i thought we were trying to increase our viewership on Oh, people love, uh, zoom. <laughs> people love zoom
3: it's gonna
2: be that's what we need to do zoom the best
3: the brand the, 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 what
2: manual i was reading the manual to see if there was a giveaway in the manual. surely that <laughs>
3: it, it's one to it tell you when it's first Published or anything, or like in the like copyright or anything like that. No,
2: that's what I thought, but no, it, it um, it doesn't. Oh, it's just really annoying. Zoom
3: don't care about that. Does it say where no. it's made? Is it Japanese made or is it Chinese? Oh, right? no, I, don't I don't
2: think it is.
3: I mean, I love it. There's the, nothing <laughs> on it. <laughs> the un- underside of it is just like a piece of metal, like made in Japan. Well, there we go. Fabrique au Japon. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't says. know who you're actually offending there, but it's certainly offensive. And um, with that all in mind, should we dive into a big old barrel of question? No. no. Oh, news! <laughs> you massive, massive idiot! Are you just trying to <laughs> wish away? Did you
0: look at the news and think that nah, none of this is interesting? No, I just want to. I want to answer questions. I have to say there was a lot of news uh, this week, and none of it is interesting. No,
3: loads of it's interesting. Not really. Um first up, a brand new guitar for your <laughs> idol Joe
0: Bonamassa <laughs> from. Fender, J-Cross. So, there's actually two new models that have been announced today, and um, I didn't know about them. This has come completely as a surprise to me. Um, I like see to, you're on the ball. Well, I like to think that I sort of am aware of what's going on, but yeah, this this came completely out of nowhere, and I think a lot of that is down to the fact that these are guitar shop, uh, guitar, guitar centre Center. exclusives. Guitars, they're only Just sold <laughs> in guitar shops. Only guitar shops can sell these. No, no, they are um, GC exclusives, and... Um, so there's two models there is uh, the, and the the first one is a 1955 uh, two-tone Sunburst uh, Telecaster now that is interesting because in um, 1955 Sunburst was not a very uh, sort of widespread colour for these guitars so um, Joe Bonamassa has got one he really loves it and he wanted to make uh, a exact replica of it so that is the first guitar um you know super super high spec um wicked custom shop model master built by yuri shishkov and it's, um, it's based on his actual guitar it's based it? on his actual guitar so what what is really interesting about this is it, it, it i was trying to find a way to talk about the other one first but i think i need to talk about this before i go down that route is that um in this uh, the press release is actually listed as uh, a vintage collector series now I did a little bit of research on that, and I can't find anything else on the internet about offender Fender vintage collector that series. That new
3: series, very possibly. Ooh. I wonder if this
0: is something, um, something well similar to what Gibson True were doing with the with the collector's no, with choice. The collector's choice. Oh. You know, taking actual guitars and making um re, real okay. sort of replicas of those What's i the- wonder if that's i wonder if it's something that's going to happen like i say i mean it's, it's nothing that i know about no. um i'm i've just just going off of what i've read on the internet and it uh, looks really interesting
3: didn't i hear they're super expensive
0: well so there's there's two models the, the first one which is this um the 55 in two-tone sunburst is about eight grand Ooh. um you know so it's a lot of money Sheesh. but it's it's a month mar- it's seven and a half Yuri. seven and a half thousand dollars but it is a master built by Hunt Yuri Shishkov. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm <laughs> just making noises. But. And there's only there's only 15 of them. Right. So you know it's it's a, a lot of money, but. Anything made by Yuri Shishkov is a lot of money. Sure. Yeah. So it's, uh, and this is like quite conservative for what he normally does. Um, so that's that. And the second one is a three tone Sunburst 1955, which is extremely <laughs> strange because that was absolutely not a model that ever existed at the time. Um, and, uh, but other than that, it's, it's very similar. 725 radius, uh, sort of um, vintage. Correct hand wound pickups, um, and there's forty of those. So, I tell you what
2: if you had the money, you'd be an idiot not not to, buy. to get one of these. Yeah, those yeah, fifteen. They will be one of the most collectible, probably most desirable Fenders ever made. I completely I agree. I think it will be.
3: <laughs>
0: they'll be so so popular. They, it's it's the did... sort of thing that probably won't go up in value straight away, but ten I years be, down the line, I bet it will. Do you remember well, when? I do you remember when those? 15, um, isn't it? Do you remember when those Billy Gibbons? Uh, collector's choice it was was it number it was like number three or four i think was it matt
2: the- well i mean number one was the was the gary the gary moore which instantly became super collectible i think number four was the beast but i don't think it was the billy gibbons one i think it was just a really popular one I there was
0: that i'm it was sure it was the sandy. billy gibbons one was the one yeah maybe sandy one of them they they were they were like eight grand when they first oh, came. you're thinking
2: of just the aged and signed Billy Gibbons signature, which I don't think was a collector's choice. Right? I okay. think they just signed Pearly Gates, and the aged and signed, if I remember, was eleven thousand.
0: And then I think they were going for like thirty, like six 30, months 000. later. That's crazy. It's crazy. Same as
2: the John Mayer Black, the the Black John Mayer Fender Strat is worth insane money. The the SRV. Fender, the custom shop fender they did that yeah. came in the flight case. Yeah. The Andy Summers telly, that was eleven thousand. Like these guitars never come up for sale, so no. as soon as they do they're willing to pay people are willing to pay whatever they can for it. So Money yeah, I mean, you know, these are, this is cool. What what I do like about
0: this is and it's quite subtle, is there's fifteen of the two-tone and forty of the three tone fifty-five. I mean, there's oh. fifty-five, which I thought was quite neat. Clever. But, um, I wouldn't it, have got that. I think that all in all, the the most important thing here is the fact that potentially this could be a new series. So yeah, very very. What was key, the name of the series again? Vintage Collector. Oh. So wait, there's. Can't there's, wait
3: for the Tom DeLonge Vintage Collector Two oh, Thousands. Oh, I mean, that would be fantastic. I would that. graffiti yellow. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. See more drunken Invaders. No, that's sort of sounding back up. It. Those were the pickups. <laughs> I know were, they were, it? and they sound dreadful. Um Jay, some other brand new guitar news this week. Uh brand new uh guitars from Washburn, not a brand we talk about much. Um I know you're into sort of like old blues and that.
0: Uh I thought these would be right up your street. Yeah, I was listening to I I was boring someone to uh, at work. <laughs> Boring someone to death at work today. I was boring someone at work today. Talking, it actually killed him. How bored he was. Talking about the uh, about Robert Johnson conspiracies and how uh, I watched. There's a really good. Um, there's a really good theory that all the Robert Johnson songs were recorded at the wrong speed. Yeah, and so if you play, they they recorded. They were recorded two slow
3: he actually sounded like george formby so
0: well he actually sounded like yeah uh, more like tom jones i think right, as well okay. yeah yeah what it is um but no uh these are uh, a couple of 30s reissue uh, washburn acoustics there's a dreadnought um which is the rsd135d um based on washburn's classic 1937 model the 5246 of course why don't they just call it the fifty-two forty-six? then I mean who knows who knows Um, but yeah it's a dreadnought Um, it's got a lot of the uh, 30s aesthetics that the the Washburns had it's sort of uh, a bridge the smile bridge that people are all into and a slightly different headstock Blah, blah 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 it's about it's about two grand to be honest with you I'm not that interested in that. What I am interested in is the second model, which is an electro version of a guitar that they already do, which is a this is a grand auditorium. This uh this model is the <clears throat> Joe, this might be something that you need to do in one breath. The oh. R S G one hundred S W V S E K S D.
3: S W E
0: SWVSEK. Oh, the Squevs. Yeah, ah, the Swevs. The R S G one hundred, um, and it's a yeah grand auditorium. It's a le- it's an electro acoustic version of the uh, the 1939 solo deluxe that came out last year. Um, it looks fantastic. It looks really really nice. That real lovely uh, dark burst that you um, just really associate with with people like Robert Johnson. Super super cool. I. Absolutely love that stuff. Um, we, um, we it's a great-looking guitar. We don't there. talk about Washburn that much because I think
3: mainly these days they're known for their kind of metal-looking electric. Yeah, it's true, yeah. But, I mean, they have got a, a long history of guitar making. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you kind of put that in context of what these models are based on and the, the history, you know, Washburn is a brand that maybe we should talk about a bit more.
0: 1883. There we go. They started. impressive. Actually, wow. it's, it's, what's quite interesting is the uh, the first model there, the one that I sort of glossed over, um, they are only making 135 of those to, to oh, celebrate the 5 uh, years. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, we should talk about Washburn more. Yeah, but we'll talk about It's it quite funny. I mean, a lot of these these brands that you just sort of think of as a day to day brand has have just been around for so yeah, long. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think yeah. Epiphone. Think about Martin. Yeah, you know some of these brands. Just Will outlive us all Already have you
3: 1883 know. did you say yeah. Uh, yeah Founded by Mark Wash And Christopher Byrne That's absolutely not true
0: <laughs> Mark and Chris
3: <laughs> Ironically um, You know Founded two years before uh, Doc Brown Got hung from the uh, The clock tower In Back to the Future Hang A- what sort 1885 of, um, The
0: right. founder's name Actually is George Washburn Lion So Washburn Was his middle name oh. Yes <laughs> What name Lyon. Lion <laughs> I hope to never have a son, but if I do,
3: maybe Washburn shall be his first name. Washburn Packham. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like, sounds like something that happens in a really dodgy factory. Yeah, you Washburn, Washburn Packham.
3: Packham. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so next up, some, uh, something that we've actually got um, that came out this week, but we've had it for a little while and uh, been playing around with it for a little while, the Orange Omec Teleport. Matt Knight, tell us about it.
2: Uh, this is the Omec <laughs> Teleport, the audio interface um, from, well, Orange basically, but they've decided that they don't want to go with the Orange brand name. They want to use Omec. So I, I think it's Orange Musical Electronic Corporation.
1: Yeah, something
2: point. like that. Um, it is effectively an audio sound card for your pedal board, which I think is a very, very cool idea. Um, basically, powers off a normal 9 volt. Uh, mono in stereo out gives you a affected out and a dry output um with a usb out on top usb b which is like the same connection as your printer basically um and it pulls in any um audio source from things like amplitude or various plugins um straight into the pedal and then out via the normal outs into your amplifier I think that's so, that's the key thing, isn't it? It's the two-way nature
3: of what it does. So yeah, you can basically go into your door or whatever plugins you've got on your computer, and then also pass that signal back. Yeah, that's, the that's it. And it's not just the computer; your phone or an iPad. So yeah. any yeah, so, any sounds you can download onto a phone and iPad or your laptop, you can now have coming out of your amp. Yeah. we literally have yeah. no.
0: There's no point in pedal boards anymore. <laughs> you say <laughs> this, this every week. Is this gonna let me have uh, the rap air horn? Uh, noise sort in, of. in theory you, yes yeah,
3: yeah, yes be because um i saw uh, the internet's mary spender doing a demo where she used it to trigger something called midi guitar which is basically yeah. um g- taking just a regular guitar signal and triggering midi sounds yeah she made it sound like a piano yeah without um without using a midi pickup so yes jay if you wanted to you could have every note on your neck set to this noise
2: so you could do that every time you play a note it could be that But you know, um, last week we were talking about the (laughs) TC22... Yeah, unfortunately, that is the noise when people uh, hear us. Jay plays guitar, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We were talking about the 2290 plug-in, and I was like, oh, because there's no way of getting your pedal board. And last week I said, I think there's a way, we can't talk about it yet. Right, that's what you were talking about. I think this is the way to do it. Okay. I mean, so- it's a pretty extravagant thing to do, but I think there's probably a way to do it. <clears throat> so, because I don't play sounds from plugins, because plugins affect the the actual audio that's in your door. So, I'm guessing that you'd need to like hook it up to something like GarageBand, which this works with, and then load the plugin within GarageBand. Planning for your next trip.
3: Yeah. and do it that way can we just explain by the way what door means because Jay literally is. looked oh. around and went door <laughs> so I Digital think maybe... audio workstation yes, yes. So oh like, right like, right. like logic or, or, or logic cubase or, or for, I, for I, you I... like dance EJ something like that
0: <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> I've just thought it. It. it was D-A-W it's A door. door so you could door. say this
3: pedal opens doors <sighs> do the noise do the boy bwa- 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 no 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 he's missed it you Hang can't on. get. no no you can't no it's Hang on. too late joe wait oh. joe say it again do you, say it again? Say you again. could say that this pedal opens doors <laughs> <laughs> very good very okay, good excellently done Wonderful um, so matt have you had a um, chance to ever play around with it
2: i have had a little bit of a mess around with it um actually on midi guitar because you can download a free um demo program, which is quite cool um i also wanted to try it with and i haven't done yet but i might try and do something on um the iphone because i quite like that i do have an iphone mount because i play facing them actually just putting iphone on top of my amps having this on a board and then just running a usb cable out so with it like, like that well that sounds complicated
3: <laughs> yeah um Matt, you broke up a little bit there, but hopefully people at home could understand what you were talking about. So yeah, basically plugging your iPhone in and yeah, triggering plugins that are on there via yeah. your your guitar and running them out
2: through the pedal board. I like the idea of, of doing synth sounds and stuff, which is something that is more tricky to do, especially um, polyphonically without a special pickup. Yeah, it's- yeah, without a special
3: pickup yeah. or without like a, quite an extravagant pedal that can do that sort of thing. I think the the other great thing about this is that they'd fit it into a mini pedal, so it's taking up no room on your board. Yeah, it's but tiny. It's, yeah. But it's something that's incredibly versatile. Considering it's got a single in, two outs, and the USB, and... Power as well, they do cram a lot into a tiny little pedal, and it's basically a you know a one in two out sound card, which is particularly impressive yeah that's great. when you realize yeah. it's like smaller than a ditto looper yeah it's yeah. A, yeah cool um cool bit of kit um matt will do you think your internet will hold up enough to tell us about the brand new boss g t one thousand no, definitely. The internet will crash on how good this product actually is. <laughs> Go on then. So, this was announced at NAM, but there's been some kind of revisions and like a, yeah. a sweetening of the pie, if you will.
2: I guess. um So, I started working with the boss team. This was kind of what I went out to Japan for. I guess when I landed in Japan, Japan there was. Japan 4. Japan 4. You know, the fourth Japan. um so when I went when I went out there, there was obviously the three new NAM products: Katana Air, Katana Artist, and GT One Thousand. Um, and we spent a lot of time sort of working on this. Then it came out at NAM, and then we were like, right, it needs to go through a, a few changes. We got quite a lot of feedback on it. We've the engineer spent a lot of time kind of refining it. We did a lot of kind of back and forth user testing, and now we've finally got the GT One Thousand in its finished state. Ooh. And I tell you what. And I'm, I mean, everyone's going to say, oh, you're biased because you work for BOSS. I think anyone would be convinced on this versus some of the other effect, yeah. effects modelers out there. And some people have already players. done YouTube. its I mean, on the gear page, um, it's already had something like 5,000. It's the third most talked about product on the gear page under multi-effects. Now, the only one above it is the Helix, and it's been up for three years. This has only been up for three months. Yeah. It's, um I think it's it's all going to kind of live and die on the sounds
3: really. Um so it will be yeah, yeah it'll so be interesting to um to hear one. I'm sure you'll be able to get one down to us
2: so we can have yeah. a listen. But um I mean because me, I mean the thing is that it's the modeling is totally different to any other multi effects in you know like a Helix or a Head Rush or anything like that. It to, it models things in a totally different way, I guess is is the way to look at it. And the way that we've kind of been talking about it back and forth this is actually more like an amp in a box than it is an amp modeler because it uses the same heritage and technology as the blues cube tube logic so like what's in the blues cube hop and effectively kind of what's in the katana um, but in a in a floor pedal Uh, so it models a much more three-dimensional version of An amplifier if you can take it like that where you'd look at most modelers would add you'd you'd select a preamp you'd select a power amp and you'd select a speaker and like an equation you'd end up with a sound at the end of it with this they've taken complete amp systems so saying well if you select a plexi you obviously want to hear it through a 412 so we've basically taken the best marshall and 412 and modeled everything not just the preamp and power amp and speaker but also the impedance interaction between the power and all the back talk between various components. So you get what I feel is a much more three-dimensional sound, a much more dynamic feel and a much bigger response, which is something that nothing else does. Everything else is much more of a flat snap amplifier, and this models much more of that response between various snaps Yeah, I, 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 I think th- you can really feel
3: it when you try it. I think that's the key thing is that they, it needs to sound. I trust that it will sound good because Boss stuff generally does. Um, but all these things kind of have the same feature set, don't they? You know, we're looking at Helix, we're looking at Headrush, we're looking at uh, the GT One Thousand. So yeah, they kind of live and die on the sound. So it's good to hear that a lot of kind of thought has gone into yeah. how you can do this differently versus a Helix or a Headrush or yeah, or you know Kemper thing. or any of these other things or Axe Effects. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I'm curious to see how, how it sounds. And I
2: think we talked about it quite and, a bit. Um, oh, go on, Matt say that the one I guess you know there's been a lot of already comparison videos that have already come out on on YouTube and stuff but yeah I think actually on paper you know and I can say this because it's it's obvious if you look at it online it actually has less amp models but the idea is that it's much more I would say it's much more quality over quantity Yeah. because the amp models have have been much more focused and there's a much more attention to detail rather than being like well here's 10 different marshals for example Um, but one cool feature that does it does have over anything else is it actually has bluetooth editing so you can actually edit it from your smartphone um and it has something which we've kind of called um virtual sound check. so you can actually engage a looper at the beginning of the signal chain walk away from the gt1000 that's cool and then add in and build up your sound without actually physically playing the guitar i'm into or that if you, that's cool. or if you go to a geek you know you can hear um you know the sound through the pa or whatever and actually adjust it from front of house i'm i'm into that in a big way that's 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 a very
0: that's a very very smart
2: uh addition to to that that's that really is very clever um because the, the the one cool thing it has is stomp box mode which basically means that if you i don't know create a tube screamer type drive that you really like and you always want to use that one rather than dialing in the same settings over and over again you can save that as a stomp box and then just basically add it into any patch that you want. But if you go to a gig and you're like, oh, this Tube Screamer sounds a bit bassy, if you adjust it on one patch, it'll adjust it on every single patch that that stomp box is in. Right, I see. You don't have to worry. So if you go to, you've got, I don't know, a whole reverb on every single patch, and you're like, oh, it's a bit, this room's already really echoey, you can turn the reverb down on the stomp box and it will turn it down on every patch.
3: Right, okay. So I
2: think it's really cool because then it makes it a much more usable product live rather than having to worry about adjusting everything on, on trying to adjust things on the fly
3: yeah it sounds neat it sounds like we need to get one matter you need
2: to get one yeah, to us so I, we can have a play um, with it there is actually one um, near near Joe so hopefully <laughs> I can get it to you guys and we can actually do some videos on it I wonder where it could possibly be
3: hooray <laughs> oh god don't trust him with it and talking about trusting you with things do you want to talk about the next thing uh, on our list the Pigtronics Philosopher's Tone Germanium Gold Micro do I well, I don't know, that's what I was asking. Yes, I do. Well, thank I you very much for do. letting me know. Yeah, so I've got uh one of these little things that's not the 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 gold um germanium gold. Yeah, the the ordinary version of the philosopher's stone, which is an absolute fantastic little compressor. Do you remember when they they used to do the bigger sort of horizontal uh, version of this, yes. it had a grit control on it, yeah. which is excellent. And uh, my man Billy Sheen used to use one for uh, for a little while.
0: Um, did you see his? He's using. Yeah, a Helix. can we talk about
3: that quickly yeah. before we come back to this? Yeah, Billy Sheen is the latest person to uh, get on the Helix bandwagon. Not
0: only did I see that Billy Sheehan is using a Helix, I also saw how excited you got when someone pointed out that Billy Sheen was using a Helix, and then that uh, one of the Yamaha. Uh AR guys saw that you were excited that Billy Sheehan was using a Helix and said, Oh Joe, you you into Billy Sheehan? Yeah. Why don't you just come and hang out with him? Next time he's in town. We'll we'll hook up and you can do something. I always hang out with Billy Sheehan. We're pals.
3: Have you ever I don't met? she wants to hang out with yeah, you? I I, yeah, I went and stood near him at Nam when he was outside, like <laughs> taking a phone call. <laughs> that's not me. Anymore. I just sort of st- stalking him. him.
0: Yeah, but you guys went there, and I didn't uh, have yeah, the confidence to. Yeah, is that nine one one? Yeah, he's yeah, he's here again. He's, he, he's literally have, he's he's. I've been listening to him talk about me and for five years. And when, where did he's we a going? couple of feet away from me. He won't leave me alone.
3: Where did we go, Mark? We went to, to some Yamaha event Milan. In, in, in Milan. Yeah. And then, and Billy Sheehan was going to play. And then you were all like, oh, I'm going to go get some sleep. And so you I mean, it and was like Mary two in the morning. and everyone else left. And I had to stay there on my own. I- you were in booze machine mode, I and mean, I was like, whoa. I've had enough of this. I'm going back to stay in this oh, absolutely luxurious packed. hotel room that they had supplied. I just stood at the front watching Billy Sheen and being like, Yes! Yes! I'm it sure was... everyone there had a great time. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I had to try and negotiate my way across Milan at the end of that. I'm glad that I went. Anyway, so... Across your what? <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway um so yes, pigtronics have released this new um germanium infused grit version of the philosopher's tone, so essentially um this is this is the philosopher's tone, but where they normally have the treble control on the standard one, they've replaced that with the grit control which you saw on the original uh philosopher's tone, which is tons more useful because it kind of it means that your compressor uh, doubles up as a as kind of a preamp as well, just by having that sort of gain function on there. It, um, it sort of, you know, kills two birds with, with one stone, and it's in such a small, compact little box. This is way useful. I kind of I only just got, like, the little the Philosopher's Tone. And thing. now you want this one instead. And yeah, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really want, like, especially for bass players, Like that treble control is absolutely useless. So I was like, oh. I just want just want get one of these. They they are great. They're, they're no money and they're tiny. No. Yeah. And, and you've and got like 300 pedals in your house. I know. I one know. more's not going to make a difference. And you know you know what good quality all the pictronics like micro pedals are they are like um, um it, what's the, what, what was it, you know exotic. You know they make those micro pedals but they weigh a ton and yeah. they they the just SP look super yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 they're so well built. The um all the all the stuff by Pictronics is exactly the same. Like really well built. I've never seen control knobs like it as well. They have they have the control knobs on the one I've got, and they're the same on this. They're sort of um, chubby. Yeah, like fat knobs. But they're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, keep it together. Okay, sorry. They are. That's a, a, a literal description of them. But uh, yeah, it's they're um, rotund. Yeah, r- r- very sort of rotund knobs. They're barrel esque. Yeah, sort of barrely knobs. But they're, uh, they're you know it's. Uh, it's a cracking compressor. It's got a blend mode, which is important, sustained volume and grit. I think this is the quintessential compressor. I, you know, I, I think everyone I, should get one.
2: I don't think we've talked about Pigtronics enough recently because they've basically relaunched their entire range in mini pedals. <coughs> we and we a talked a whole bunch of new stuff. As we well. did
0: talk about when when they launched all the new stuff. Uh sorry or the, when they relaunched everything as uh in the micro pedals we did we did do a whole yeah but
2: i think a whole rundown on all we, of those i didn't realize i didn't realize they'd done the class a boost mini yeah yeah and stuff there's a couple i, I hadn't realized I, mean, I was like
0: oh, get that class a boost. turn it on and put it on the underside of your pedal board. And never turn I it know. off. Yeah. Never I did um
3: off. I did forget to mention about this the the new compressor is that it has an 18 volt converter in there so when you plug nine in ah uh, it's ramping up to 18. 18. Absolutely that's the perfect compressor and again tiny you know with pff, get one. Yeah, they're doing some um, some good stuff. Um a couple more bits to talk about. Uh one well two pedals actually um from free the tone yeah. very different from their normal uh, thing. Matt, I think you've been looking at these. No, Jay has.
0: Oh, Jay's been looking mm. at them. <laughs> yeah, so um everything that we've seen from free the tone has been super super interesting in the past i mean they are really expensive really feature heavy um they look, they look like the dashboard from the DeLorean from Back yeah, to the Yeah, they really do. I mean, so what, what was it? Did we, we had the tri We did, yeah. And that was just an absolutely wonderful pedal. Oh, Really, yeah. really amazing. I shot some stuff with that this weekend. It's fantastic.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: really, really cool. Our initial no, demo. You're thinking of the flight deck, which looks like the DeLorean. Oh,
3: yeah, you're right, you're right. But they all have got that kind of vibe. They've all got, like, little, you know, loads of knobs and flashy lights and stuff. Um, I yeah. think our initial video of
0: that didn't do it justice, so it'd be good mm-hmm. to um give it another go. Yeah. Um, but what they've done here is they've uh with these these two new pedals that they've announced, which are the uh the fire mist and the string slinger is um they've really taken a step back and they've they have gone for very simple very uh c- sort of classic design drive pedals so this there's two different uh different models based off of two very very popular uh amp sounds, so you've got the the string slinger, which is all in grey. Uh, or kind of a silvery type color, um, just level tone and drive on there, and this says that they uh the the blurb here says that it revives that ideal American blues sound symbolized by the classic blackface period now i i i can 't really figure out what it is that they what could refer- they be talking about i 've got no idea, but it looks fantastic and I, I uh really really simple real nice little design uh i think this will be re- if if the uh if the 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 larger pedals with which as i say are super feature heavy uh are anything to go by this is going to be a really really great range yeah um so that's the first one then the fire mist is a uh, traditional british rock sound um now that i think maybe does need a little bit of explanation this is in a sort of red Uh, sort of a a dark burgundy color which to me says it's probably more vox than marshall um but again just really really nice simple looking pedals they are still quite expensive though um they are both uh the msrp is 350 dollars usds i think um... yeah pretty pretty uh pretty 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 penny a pretty penny
3: the thing is with free the tone you know you're buying into super high quality so i kind of trust that even though these pedals are very expensive for single effects um they're going to be some of the best on the market
2: it's kind of phrases like free the tone custom turned brass knob reduces vibrations in shaft and wiper of the semi-fixed resistor (laughs) used for each control and to suppress harmonic components that adversely affect the sound yeah I decided (laughs) not to
0: read that part of the blurb because I thought it was, A, a bit... A, a bit likely to make these two laugh and two, and B, just you know, a bit of waffle. What could shaft and wiper possibly be, uh, make us laugh? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, one thing that I do like in here is, uh, it says that it's a passive tone circuit. Uh, so it says we adopted a passive tone circuit that minimizes the phase shift in guitar signals. So, what I think is quite interesting here is these are true bypass pedals, but they're not calling them true bypass, right? Which is obviously the buzzword. Well, not necessarily. I think that's probably what that means what the passive tone passive tone circuit that minimises the, no, 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 the not, phase shift in guitar signals not it not not means necessarily.
3: it's all cut it means that the tone is all yeah. cut
0: it's, yeah it's all oh, cut okay.
3: rather
2: than boost and um, yeah. Cut. oh yeah okay so no, fair enough not
3: necessarily true bypass okay they could or they probably are not true bypass I'd imagine because I'd imagine they have put quite a high quality buffer in their pedals but I'd imagine they're yeah, 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 definitely. Cool. Um, one last bit of news this week, and Joe, I thought you could handle this one. Oh um, yeah! Tell us about the get s- ready, the Smash Mouse controller. Prepare yourselves, people! If you thought you knew how to watch YouTube videos whilst having a w- uh, whilst, whilst playing guitar, then uh, <laughs> you do you do, you do, you know nothing because I'm introducing to you the Smash Mouse. <clears throat> Let's kick it to click it. This is a mouse for your PC or Mac, designed. Spe- All phones are no. It wouldn't be phone actually because they're touch screen. It's just PC, just So it's designed specifically with people whose hands are occupied whilst they're watching videos on their computer. So if you're learning to play guitar and you're watching YouTube videos, isn't it annoying when you have to pause? You have to stop playing guitar to pause the video and then put it back slightly. Well, not anymore. This is a mouse for your foot. So you can play guitar and then when you need to go back over something, rather than taking your hand off of the guitar, you can leave your hands idle on the guitar whilst you hit stop with your foot and then rewind with your foot a little bit so basically you can go back to your favorite bit in the scene i mean song and really just watch that bit over and over again you can you could watch something on repeat with just two motions of your foot if you need to does I, it allow you to put it in slow motion as well I, <laughs> it probably does actually yeah if you click the right button on youtube yeah, it probably does this definitely a pretty slow motion um, option, so yeah. this is basically a mouse for your foot like, um, yeah, that, but the, if they're aiming really. They're aiming at guitar players. I liked that they also aimed it at piano players in the video, and I was like, "No, they need their feet, the, feet will be busy. They are busy. There are feet
2: bits on pianos. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there are I'm calling it bits.
2: <laughs> I'm calling it now. Gear of the year.
0: I'm <laughs> gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw a bit of a curveball in here. Okay so i uh i at work i sit on Kickstarter but. i sit really close to uh the people that are dealing with fender play yeah uh fen the the new sort of um fender's online learning uh facility see and uh so i sit i sit really close to, to those people and they uh have sort of convinced me that fender play is it is cool and uh, you know not cool. just not just like a uh another online learning platform no it is cool it is it's really really cool and i actually think that this will be very useful for that sort of thing for if you're going down the route of doing online learning as opposed to just watching a youtube video i think that this would be very very handy they have said it is suitable for musicians vocal
2: artists who are separate from musicians home (sighs) recording studios and gamers uh, yeah, I was going to say they're actually pushing the kind of the fact that you can play a lot of PC games. Yeah, because it, and it gives you extra shortcuts for things like reloading or something.
3: Yeah. It's it's currently reached 9,730 pounds as we podcast, as we record this podcast of its target of 31,000 pounds. Yeah, it's quite a lot of pounds isn't it? It has 20 days to go. Yeah, but, it seems like a tough target. But um, hopefully the good ears and uh, deep pockets of the Guitar Nerds audience will uh, bring them some luck. And, uh, yeah, the Smash Mouse uh, is the product for people who love to watch videos while their hands are busy.
0: 58 quid or 80 bucks for an early adopter, one of these. There Crikey. we go. We- just, I,
3: you could just use a mouse with your foot, couldn't you? You could. Uh, just get one of those I, I, I I tell you what.
0: I tell you what, the more I think about this, the more I think this is
2: this is good this is different I mean, and this is and cool and I must admit like, put, put, like, put if, a mouse in if your mouth USB, you USB use it. and you you can program shortcuts short then mouse. could you use it for like plugins or like triggering effects live you, is there something you could do that but why would you also not just use like any other foot controller I don't know smash this mouse looks
3: cool because buy yours smash today. Mouse-
0: Somebody once told me The world is gonna roll me
3: With that we should dive into A big old bag of News <laughs> 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 Do the right one Questionable ethics Josh says I'm a newer player About three years ago So I went uh, from thinking I needed a Gibson Then realising I should get a telly Based on you guys Recommending the bar hearth I think <laughs> I'm set on am getting one It's, cool. it's pronounced badger uh, with, I'm, cu- <laughs> I'm just curious with your guy's sales background If there was any flaws I should keep an eye out for when purchasing The vintage
0: style bridge makes me nervous Love the show, thanks for any feedback Jay Cross uh, There are no flaws, the Baja Telecaster is the perfect instrument Thanks very much for the support Josh Yeah, um, Someone I'm, who is less biased, Matt Knight
3: I would say
2: the only flaw is you'll
3: never want to buy another guitar again It's It's too good it's too good. It's too good. I mean, is, seriously, is there anything that we can pick out as a flaw on the no. bar so, tally? I, No. Okay, the be... only flaw
0: is the one we're standing on. This is a great guitar. <laughs> the, so uh, I will go back to what I always used to say, um, which was the neck is very chunky and not everyone gets along with that. Yes. However, if that's your issue, get the 60s bar harp, <laughs> which has got <laughs> the slimmer uh, 60s-style neck with the rosewood fingerboard. I, I, I just... I, so uh, Josh isn't the only person to to talk about this. I just had a message uh, from uh, and sorry if, for for name dropping you here, pal. Ben Affleck, uh, Lee from Pedalboards of Doom. Yeah, uh, got in touch and was like, "Listen, Barhartellis, I think I think you've convinced me. It's the time we need to we need to have a talk about this." And I think maybe we've just we just sort of. We've talked about everything else in the world, and we're back to episode. To we're back yeah. to Gak episode one, full circle, where we just where we start talking about Barhertelli's and Blues Juniors again. Yeah, Because yeah. you know Blues Juniors just had those uh, the new revisions. We're
2: now on oh, Blues Junior four. They're so good.
0: I I think it's this is this is where How we need to start has
2: doing the again. Blues Junior, got where's, our Jay? where's our signature J? Where's our signature guitarist signature Pink,
3: pink well, Baja well, um, we'll one see. thing I will say about the Baja is if you're not expecting that neck profile yes, yeah. because it is off. you've got it, to be into it, vintage stuff well not only is it chunky but it's soft V which yeah. some players don't get on with at all I could understand if it was just a, a round sort of baseball batty neck or you get the slim 60s one if yeah. those were two options it is worth noting that the 50s has the soft V which some players find a little bit weird it, the it's definitely other thing, not a
0: guitar for everyone the, right. other, the other thing about it is if you are used to exact precise intonation You'll never get that sure. with a guitar like this, and that comes down to the vintage bridge. If that's your, if that is your uh, concern, then I completely get that. Back. Well, yeah, well, yeah, completely. But if you want something cool, you know, yeah, exactly. That's it, that's what this that's, will it, always come down to. Uh, that absolutely is what it comes down to. Is you'll probably never notice anything, but if you are paying real attention and if you've got perfect pitch, you may find that sometimes there is a little bit of a. Uh you will have some trouble keeping keeping exact intonation but I I just think that is a compromise worth making because those uh vintage style bridges just sound so good Yeah like, I just I I really struggle to play a telecast that doesn't have a vintage style bridge because it just sounds so good
2: Yeah so, How many frets does it have 21, 21.
0: Oh, It hasn't got 24 can't get it Twenty-four. Yeah, that's what I need. I need the twenty. Is, that, is, that, is, is this the is this the official? Um, this is an official request for me to go and pitch a guitar, nerd shell pink signature, twenty-four fret telly. Yeah. Uh, a, a twenty-five. It's a bar telly in shell pink, but with twenty-four frets. Yeah. Twenty-five. I, actually, really, I need that high F. <laughs> <laughs> After
2: analyzing how much I played certain frets, I realized I don't actually play past the eighteenth fret. So if you could just make just. Get them to make one where after eighteen frets, it's it's just fretless. That'll be fine. Oh god! Then I can make some noises at the top. But no I don't one needs to play. No one wants no that. No one needs.
3: No one needs any frets. Exactly. That you just need a fretless area for An playing sledgehammer. No one needs this. And <laughs> there's one. There is one last question that I wanted to talk about, but not in the way it's asked. So Josh, Josh says, "Martial Origin Twenty or Fender Blues Junior." And I think, we, as we just mentioned, we talked about Blues Juniors
0: enough. So. <laughs> what I thought I would do, that is a good one. I I really liked I really liked joke. Joe's Joe's uh comment about this on the Guitarnos forum. I don't know if you saw this, but um I I know when, I'm We're we near the end of the podcast, so no one who could
3: effectively get him sacked is probably still listening. Yeah, yeah, so you right, say what right, you want to no, no, say. No, yeah. Can I
1: say yeah, what?
0: Yeah, of course you can Joe, Joe said? Joe said something along the lines of uh yes, the Martial Origin is a great amp. No no, I said I said it depends what you need it for.
3: Yeah. Uh, I said it depends uh, what you're using it for if for example you have a job as a clown get the martial origin because it is a joke Otherwise, get the Blues Junior. Do you know what? Oh. I am going to stand up for the Origin here. And I've not heard one in the flesh, I've got to admit. But after this question came in, I did a bit of uh, just listening to demos and stuff. And I still think the Blues Junior is a better amp. Um, maybe that's more to my taste. I, but The Origin's really
0: good. I, I also think the Origin is a very good amp. Yeah. I, I, I went and... Uh, I went not under... So Marshall. the Marshall booth was like almost directly underneath the Fender booth at NAMM yeah. and on the Sunday when everyone was feeling super exhausted I went down there and I said hello I work for Fender can I please talk to you about these amps because I like the look of them please and they were very nice right
3: yeah um, yeah. I, I've only heard them in YouTube videos like I say but yeah. I was actually quite impressed by them after years of being unimpressed by yeah. Marshall products. I think the origin is really is a step in the right direction. So, yeah. um, despite I mean, the answer is still Blues Junior. I would still, Don't get me wrong. I would still probably get a Blues Junior if yeah. someone held a gun to my head and made me choose between those two amps. Um, for, for its price, there is still you know there is there is hardly anything that has that has ever competed with the Blue Yeah, Katana's
0: I, I tell you recently what's been competing with the Blue Junior is the Pro Junior Yeah and <laughs> um, those new Pro Juniors the fours are, are we, just they're so good I saw yeah. Dan Grace saying this he, So he's been using it so Dan Grace for Friends people of, who friend of the podcast the, friend of the podcast Dan Grace and also now uh, Fender employee Yeah he but me, Dan and I are in a band together and he's been using it for um band practices And it just, it sounds so good. So it's like a a bit of a redesign. Um, The whole Hot Rod 4 series was completely redesigned. The volume actually works. The volume actually works. It's in a lacquered tweed, so it looks amazing. So good. They just, it's, it's a really, really fantastic amp. Really, really cool. And even, it's even making me question whether is the blues junior over should it I, should we switch to pro juniors it, I, I think the answer to that is no because the the blues junior still has the that amazing yeah. reverb mm. that amazing splashy Splash reverb tank um, happen pro yeah. junior head that's what I'm all about
3: yeah maybe um, it'd be good it'd be good Um, with that we should wrap this episode up we are going to go and talk some more on the Patreon episode I've no idea what we're talking about this week it's been a bit of a weird episode because we've had some technical glitches and if you've noticed some funky editing there will be some editing in this episode Um, so we've not really got an idea about what we're talking about we might grab a guitar mag we might you know an old guitar mag talk about what's in there we might just chew the fat on some other question topics who knows it'll be a a light hearted affair um, and we'll I took loads uh, of questions on the we can earlier. answer those I think we should look at an old guitar mag let's just talk about some fun guitar related stuff as we always do if you want to hear that patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where from as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast one dollar a month gets you the regular episode ad free and early five dollars a month gets you an extra half an hour every week as well as access to mini series like Branton's Ranton um, and some exclusive interviews as well ten dollars a month gets your name read out in one breath by the Brantonator like these people have dun dun dun,
0: dun, why, dun why is it not why is it not dun, smash mouth somebody once told me the world is gonna ruin me I think the sharpest tool in the shed Ryan McDermott, come Robert come Cousins,
3: Cousins Rob Gruel, Nate Nagel, Tucker Amadon, Ernie Cooper, Henry James Baker, Christopher
0: Rapsit, Zane Omar, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Derek Fitzer, Martin Cliff, Matt Davis, Eric Sherman, Blake Wyland, Jake Gray, Christopher Lucent, Ron Corrigan, so so Scott Kennedy, Robin Smith, Rob Norgreave, Rob Grant Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Carlos Matthews,
3: Steve Michael,
1: Blair Tom, Mark now, Brad now, Page J.D. Thornton Andy McKenzie talk, Laurie Amson Paul
0: Gorgon
3: Will Kress Scott O'Brien Phil Thompson Moon
0: Rabbit, numbers I've watched a Ryan, stuff, Vildoft, move, Pitt, Pitt, lot of you All You heard it here first Yeah Only shooting stars Break the moon
3: If you want to join in The conversation Facebook.com Forward slash groups Forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum You can follow us on Twitter at Guitar Nerds Instagram at Guitar Nerds And you can get some Video goodness in your face At YouTube.com Forward slash guitar nerds videos thanks so much for listening with us um, listening to us this week thanks for sticking with us through some kind of technical hiccups um, and uh, yeah hopefully it all hangs together in the edit we'll see see you next week cheers gang farewell
0: Bye. bye